living anymore. I'm going to digress. I'm going to go in my own little place. Because I don't want to deal with the problems that I have around me. Those are the reasons why believers begin to have that spirit of quitting. Because they don't want to deal with the things that are around them. But when you begin to understand who's living inside of you, no matter the circumstances of life, you will begin to see how I don't want to quit because I know that Jesus Christ is going to allow me to go forward in life if I don't quit. In other words, God is going to make a way where there is no way. Where everything seems dim and down in your life, let us begin to understand that God is with us and begin to trust in a God that is able to help us through the adversity that we are in. But this pastor today is going to encourage you not to quit, but to press on. This life of Christianity, to me, is the hardest lives to live. Why? Because there is an enemy that's going to try to destroy you. But I thank God that his spirit is alive within the church. He's alive within you. And that power and that authority of the word of God has been given to you. And the Bible tells us when the enemy tries to come and destroy you and you have the desire to quit, that is when you lift up your hand and you begin to say, I come against you in the name of Jesus Christ. The Bible tells us resist the enemy and he will flee from you. The enemy has no authority over your life. You are bought with a price. You are the price of the blood of Jesus Christ. You should live as if God is with you. Nothing in this world should move you in a negative way. But everything that comes against you should allow you to go in a positive way, knowing that God is going to work out everything for your good. What better place to be? We all go through trials. We all go through tribulations. But how, how do you allow it to affect your life? Don't allow it to make you quit. There are times in life, I can look back, and there were times that I wanted to quit. I wanted to give up because of the pressures of life, because of the pressures that the enemy puts on the pastor's heart. But I'm here to tell you that every time that I got on my knees, every time that I began to pray and intercede for the body of Jesus Christ, the Lord filled me with an inner strength to pray for you, to love you, to encourage you, to build you up in the ways of the Lord. 
This is the desire of this pastor today. That you be encouraged in Jesus Christ. So that this ministry will lead you to a closer walk with Jesus Christ. What better place to be? Because we are sustained within the palm of his hand. Jesus Christ will never let you go. He has committed himself to you because you have given your life to him. So today, be encouraged. Do not quit, but press on. Press on and live for Jesus Christ in the heartaches. Come to him, and he will fill you with peace and joy and contentment. Because a true believer in Christ that has the presence of God, your life could be falling apart. But inside, you're not falling apart because you have Jesus there. That's where we have to be. That's where you have to be. That's where I have learned to be. Because bad things happen to good people. Don't you think that your pastor is exempt from that? If the enemy can destroy me, he could probably destroy you. That's why the church needs to pray for the leadership of the church. Because today you look in the United States, in the profession, or the call, I call it a calling, because it's not a job, this is a calling. The pastorship are the ones that walk away from their ministries because of the pressures. But I'm here to tell you that I am strengthened in Jesus Christ, the spirit of God that lives in me, and the word of God that comes to light in my heart enables me to feed the body of Christ and to encourage you because I am encouraged in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a good hand, praise, and glorify him. Because of the pressures of life, we can look into a couple of lives. The life of Elijah. He was challenged to come against the idolatry of that day. And what began to happen is that he wanted to give up because of the pressures of Ahab and Jezebel. You can begin to read that story. He was running away from Jezebel. He was so discouraged. They're going to kill me. They're going to take my life. Lord, I don't want to live anymore. He was in a place where he wanted to quit because of the pressures of that time. But you see, when God comes to you and he's with you, he will challenge you. He will encourage you. He will help you. He will give you wisdom and understanding to go through whatever you're dealing with in life. This is what Elijah began to do. He wanted to turn away, but God was awakening him. Because he didn't want him to quit. God has something prepared for each and every one of us. And when you begin to understand that God has a plan for your life, he has a calling for your life, you will begin to understand what better place to be. I can work. Okay, this pastor can work. I can have this ministry, this pastorship. Because God gives me the strength to do it all. But you see, when it is a call of God, and it is the gifting of God on your life, the only thing you have to do is not quit and endure and press on and go forward instead of going backwards. Hallelujah. Praise the wonderful name of the Lord. Jeremiah, 
another prophet. Just want to take a couple of prophets that are in the word of God. He's known as the weeping prophet. He weeped for the nation because of their wickedness, because of their sin, because they're turning away from Christ. And judgment was going to come. But God put him in that place to weep and to cry for the nation because of their wickedness. And if they didn't repent, judgment was going to come. They didn't like this prophet because all he would do is preach to them bad things. The destruction. So they turned him away. They wouldn't listen to him. They wouldn't heed to the words that he was speaking. But here today, we understand where we are in Christ. You know the skeletons that are in the closet. God knows your life. He knows the thoughts and the intent of the heart. You can't hide nothing from God. So why not just be open with God and ask him to help you where you are? Don't quit. Turn to him. He knows all things. He wants to lead you. He wants to guide you. He wants to see you through. But all we have to do is turn to him. So when Jeremiah, God, I don't want you to get married. I don't want you to have kids. I just want you to weep for the nation. Cry to the nation. And as he went through it all, God rewarded him. When you go through and you allow the calling of God to come to light in your spirit, it might be hard. It will be hard. Coming to this place where I am now wasn't easy. It was hard. But you see, all of the lessons that I learned from the very beginning to where I am today gives me an inner strength to endure and not quit. So if you don't go through any hardship in life, how are you going to know that you are more than an overcomer through Jesus Christ if you don't have to face anything? So be encouraged today. In the hardships of life, no matter how hard they are, Jesus Christ is going to see you through. But what is he going to do? He's going to build character. He's going to make you a better person. So that you can help those that are coming up in Jesus Christ. Because there are babies in the Lord and there are mature believers in Jesus Christ. So I am encouraged to bring you up to a place of maturity in Jesus Christ. So that you can live a life with a smile, with contentment, and you can be happy no matter what life brings. Because you know when you are in Jesus Christ, whatever happens to you is for your good. Jesus Christ, our God, chastens those that he loves. And he loves you. And he cares for you, so he is going to chasten you. He's going to allow you to go through certain things in life. But you see, the consequences of a believer and a non-believer are completely different. A non-believer, there are consequences to their sin. But to a believer in Christ, the trials of life will build him up and make him strong in Jesus Christ. So don't quit. Don't give up. But allow Jesus Christ to be alive in you. Hallelujah. Give the Lord some praise. Hallelujah.
And if you have the desire within you not to quit, our God promises us his presence, his touch, his Holy Spirit. He promises to protect you. He promises to be with you and not forsake you. Our God promises to bless your potential in him. No matter how hard you are on yourself, God sees your potential. He sees what you can become. He wants to raise you up. He wants to build you up. Not for your glory, but the, for the glory of Jesus Christ. We live for Christ. Our lives need to bring glory to his name. No matter what you do for Jesus Christ, give him the glory. Give him the honor. And he will bless you. And he will lift you up. And he will build you up. And he will help you not to quit. The Apostle Paul, he speaks loudly. Not that I have attained. In other words, I haven't received what God has for me in my journey of life. I haven't attained it yet. Even though I've gone through so much on my journey for the cause of Jesus Christ, I haven't obtained it yet. But what is he talking about in the scripture? He's talking about the resurrection of Jesus Christ, the power that is there in the resurrection of Christ. You are a blood-bought believer in Christ. Therefore, there is power in the resurrection. And he was talking about, I have not attained it yet. But someday, through all this adversity through life, I know that God is going to resurrect this body. He's going to resurrect me, and I'm going to have a glorified body. I don't know what it's going to be like, but I know that it's going to be like Jesus Christ because he said it. I have not obtained perfect how many of you here are perfect you can look into the Hebrew word I want to extract maturity are you a mature believer or are you still a baby some people come to the Lord many 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 years ago and they're still babies the Apostle Paul is speaking to the church of Philippi, encouraging them. He says, I want you to come to a place of maturity so you understand who you are in Jesus Christ. All the benefits of being a believer. Many times, as I look back, I used to have a lot of sins. But I was a baby. How many of you know that your pastor used to have a bad word every third word? Ooh. And when I came into the church, I was baptized in Jesus' name. Okay. I went through the process. I'm a born-again believer. I used to come into the church. I used to love God and praise him. I would be praising God in the church. And I would be saying bad words in my mind. I said, Lord, 
I, I don't want to do this. I had no control of my mind. No control. But you see what Jesus does, he takes you from where you are and he begins to cleanse you. He begins to purify you. He begins to cleanse your mind. And you see now, I don't even think of bad words now. But you see, it's a process of life. It's a journey of life. We want to go to the place of maturity in Jesus Christ so that you know that he's living inside of you, of you and he's leading you and guiding you. So now, my weaknesses of yesterday are my strengths of today. That's where you have to be. That's where we all have to be. In your shortcomings of life, in your sins of life, Lord, help me, strengthen me so that I don't do that anymore. I repent from that sin. I turn away from it and I turn to you, Lord. Give me the strength to overcome it. That's how a believer has to live their life. And if you want to come to a place of maturity in Christ, that's the way you have to live. Because we fail God every single day. You sin before him. But I'm here to tell you, church, God is alive and well. And he's alive and well in your life. So be encouraged. Do not quit. Hallelujah. But I press on. And it is so that I may take hold of that which also I have taken hold of by Christ Jesus. Ooh, press on. Press on. Give God the glory. Be faithful to church. Love God with all your hearts. Praise him. Worship him. Not only in church, but at your job, at your school, wherever you are. Love him. Worship him. Give him your heart. Feel his presence no matter where you are. It doesn't matter where you are. God is with you. How many of you love, love to live from Sunday to Sunday? Or maybe from Easter to Christmas? Or maybe from New Year's to Easter to Christmas? How many of you love to feel the presence of God every morning? His blessings his touch are fresh and new every morning. What a place to be. When I wake up in the morning, how many of you are grouches in the morning? My sweetheart is a, is a grouch in the morning. Oh, I'm saying that everybody that, that's listening. <laughs> but you know, when she wakes up and she gets going, she is the happiest person ever. And me, I wake up, I am the happiest person ever. And this pastor has to endure all my sweetheart every morning. But you see, I am a mature believer and I haven't quit. So I can endure that because I love her so much. I can look beyond all of her faults and recognize the need of Jesus Christ to make her happy. But you see, it's the way that you think, the way that you perceive life into your heart. When you look at all of the positive things of life, you can change your environment. You can change an environment no matter where you are. There could be a negative environment at your job, at your work, at your school, no matter where you are. But you can come in and you can change that environment with something positive. But you see, it's all a perspective. And it's us that need to press on. Press on. And do not quit. Don't quit this walk with Jesus Christ because he loves us and he cares for us.
But brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. Jesus Christ has so much to give you, has so much to give us. And all we have to do is receive it because he wants to give it to you. He knows your need even before you ask. So when you turn to him, you're going to begin to see how God is going to supply all of your needs according to his riches in glory. And let me close with this. Forgetting those things which are behind. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead. Don't stay in your past. There's a lot of brokenness. It's a lot of hurt. It's a lot of pain. Don't stay in your past. Repent. Turn. Whatever you have to do. Turn to God. Trust in God. Don't hold on to your past. Because your past will paralyze you where you are. If you need to forgive, forgive. Even if it wasn't your fault. Do the right thing for yourself. Because if you don't forgive, you'll never be able to go forward in life. Forgive. So difficult to forget. But if you forgive them and you pray for them, it helps your spirit. When you pray for your worst enemy, what does that do? Somebody that has hurt you so deeply, when you pray for them, <laughs> it gives you strength. It gives you a strength where you can love them in spite of what they did to you. Forget. Push away everything that is behind you. And when you, when you realize where you are, you're going to be able to go forward in Christ. And you're going to begin to look within yourself and say, I don't want to quit. I'm going to press on. I'm going to live for Christ. I'm going to do my best to live for him. I'm going to do my best to honor him. I'm going to do my best going to press on. Life is hard, but Jesus makes it easy. I'm going to press on. I'm not going to quit. I'm going to continue to pray. I'm going to continue to intercede. I'm going to continue to encourage. I'm going to continue to press on and not quit. Let us stand. Whoo, hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
My favorite scripture in the Word of God is Isaiah 40, 31. But they that wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. And they shall walk and not faint. Be encouraged today, church. And allow God to be with you when you have those thoughts and desires to quit. This pastor is telling you, press on and don't 